This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is The Times evening briefing on Friday the 1st of March. First this evening, the Prime Minister has warned our democracy itself is a target for extremists and there are forces here at home trying to tear us apart. Rishi Sunak has addressed the nation from Downing Street after a week of turmoil in which he warned the country was descending into mob rule. On too many occasions recently, our streets have been hijacked by small groups who are hostile to our values and have no respect for our democratic traditions. He says a line needs to be drawn. I love this country. My family and I owe it so much. The time has now come for us all to stand together to combat the forces of division and beat this poison. We must face down the extremists who would tear us apart. There must be leadership, not pandering or appeasement. Well, earlier, Labour had apologised to the voters of Rochdale for not fielding a candidate after George Galloway's by-election win. Sir Keir Starmer's party has warned Mr Galloway will stoke fear and division and said he only won because Labour did not stand. The contest was mired in chaos and controversy and dominated by the Gaza conflict. The former Labour and Respect MP now leads the Workers' Party of Britain and he spoke to Times Radio this morning. We got 10,000 votes more than their candidate and Labour didn't even come remotely second. I'm not even sure if they came fifth. Uh, And the Conservatives were soundly beaten uh, by a local independent that never featured in a single feature uh, in the by-election coverage. So it's a pretty remarkable result. Rishi Sunak has described it as one of the most divisive campaigns in recent times. Yeah, I'm pleased that the Conservative Party was the only party to run a really positive campaign focused on local issues with a great local candidate, Paul Ellison, and uh, you know, well, well, that's where we are. You welcome him back. As I said, I'm pleased that the Conservative Party ran a positive campaign focused on local issues. Labour MP for Hull North, Diana Johnson gave Times Radio her reaction to the victory. I think what I know at the moment is that all MPs are feeling um, concerned and worried because of what's been whipped up around the whole issue of the uh, the war with uh, Israel and Hamas. And that's that's playing out in our, in our domestic politics. So I think all politicians need to use moderate language, need to be respectful of people's views. Thousands of people turned out to attend the funeral of the opposition leader Alexei Navalny in Moscow today, despite a heavy police presence and the risk of repressive measures against them. Crowds gathered outside the church where a service was held. Video from his YouTube channel showed supporters chanting his name and throwing flowers. Well, the Putin critic died at the age of 47 in an Arctic penal colony, sparking accusations from his supporters that he'd been murdered. The Kremlin has denied any state involvement in his death. The Sunday Times Europe editor Peter Conradi has told us those who did turn up today are incredibly brave. The real tragedy is, as as far as the majority of Russians are concerned, you know, this funeral 
just won't have happened because it won't be shown on Russian TV. It's being ignored by the state media. And it's only people who take the effort to kind of to log on to opposition channels on, on Telegram, the sort of social media app, various other kind of sources. It's only those people who will actually even have been aware it was happening. Human rights groups are reporting at least 45 arrests across Russia. Thomas Kingston, the son-in-law of the Prince and Princess Michael of Kent, died from a catastrophic head injury, according to an inquest. The 45-year-old died on February the 25th at his parents' home in the Cotswolds. Gloucestershire coroner's court heard a gun was found near his body. Police are satisfied the death is not suspicious. Wales rugby legend JPR Williams has been remembered as one of the sport's revolutionaries at his memorial service this afternoon. The former Wales and British Lions fullback, who died in January, aged 74, ripped up the rule book, according to commentator John Taylor. In a dominant era for Welsh rugby, Williams won seven Five Nations titles, six Triple Crowns and three Grand Slams. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.